full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvas. I hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions. To act like the full court press on Sports Talk Radio 1069 FM 1390 AM. The fan. Welcome to the full court press, Eric France and Amaj Salveson. I just took over because you had no idea if we were on or not. I'm sitting too low right at this position. The Cody, the intern, is uh, running the board for us today for the first time in his career. Uh, he has one job. I told him, don't suck. <laughs> Um, and that's that's the biggest thing today. So we're oh, so your baby Cubs fan. Your Cubs fan. That was their motto. That was their motto. Don't suck. <laughs> uh, worked well for them. <laughs> oh man. Uh, hey. Uh, great show today. A really busy show today. Uh, wanted to uh, make sure all our Guild Mortgage uh, text liner people want to join in the show. You're invited as of now. Four three five three three nine zero three two one to text into our Guild Mortgage text line. Four three five three three nine Zero three two one. Let us have it. Give us the deets on your thoughts. Uh, Chris Beer headed to Texas. Roy Williams headed to the Kokomos in the beach. Uh, and who else is going where? I mean, that's the biggest question. There's a lot of really sexy job openings and a lot of great candidates that are available. Yeah, well, uh, kind of a breaking news. Uh, don't know if you heard. Now, uh, Roy Williams, he's stepping down at North Carolina. What because, are you doing with this? Because he heard there was a job opening in Logan. Oh, yeah? He's throwing his hat in the ring. Yeah, to be the mascot? To be the next head coach at Utah State. If Roy Williams was the head coach here, I would freely streak down Main Street with no shame. Butt naked. I'd run. I'll be honest, when I saw the announcement, I thought, oh, this is an April Fool's joke. I know. I've been so, duped. So did I. Like, wait, no, there's some legitimacy to this. Because then I saw Carol, like, because you told me. You're the one that told me. And yeah, you sudden, thought it was a joke, too. I looked at, and all of a sudden I pull up Twitter, and Carolina's first tweet is, uh, it was the first tweet I saw, and I was like, oh, my gosh. He's really giving it up. He realizes his team sucks. He doesn't want to be a part of it anymore. He's like, this is ruining my legacy. I'm out. I don't blame him. I mean, look, if you're getting worse, you might as well just get out of there while you can. That's what Urban Meyer did. When things were getting really bad and he was about to get in big trouble, he's like, ha, not feeling well. Got to get out of here. Uh, I don't know if that's a direct correlation there, but. <laughs> no. Uh, Eric- yeah, and I, no, he's not. Uh, he's, To my knowledge, he is not interviewed or yeah, applied don't, for the Utah State don't job. Don't do that. Why do you have to do that to our listeners? We've had enough heartbreak. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've had enough to deal with. Uh, we have our pick six coming up later today, which Eric didn't prepare for. Oh, you did? I have it right here. Crap. Already written down in ink. Yeah. No, so All do I. All prepared. Yeah, so do I. I am ready I as the sun comes up. Come prepared to these things. Hey, why do you use that for the for the text message line? I don't know. What other way is there? Oh, here, dude. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change your world. Okay. Uh, you, you, I'm going to rock your what world. Are you, what are you no, doing? You're coming into my space. Don't touch me. Get your hands off me. Watch this. See? I'm watching. 
Look at that. Isn't hi, that Eric. so much easier? Look, it says, hi, Eric. Yeah, it says, well, I mean, first of all, it greets you. I've got, like, numbers over here. Yeah, you can dial. There. You can call somebody. Just don't call me. That is the easiest way to get through our text line. To see every... Because you've been, like, having to go through emails. What are you doing? I don't know. I'm trying to change your life. I thought that's how it was pulled up. So no. I just keep refreshing. You are welcome. Enjoy. 435-339-0321. It is the Guild Mortgage text line and 5338 weighing in. We got to come up with a nickname for him. Uh, yeah, it's true. Uh, I have an immediate opening for a massage therapist willing to push the borders of impeccable customer service. <laughs> Signed, <laughs> Deshaun Watson. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> you read that, not me. <laughs> that's, that's not my doing. That's um, still going on. Yeah, hey, but wait, isn't there like people defending him though? Yes, yes. So there's uh, another big group of uh, other people who have worked with Deshaun Watson saying, hey, these allegations are baseless. He's not that kind of a guy. See, that's so, if you got people defending you, that's better than what Ben Roethlisberger, Ray Rice, Aaron Hernandez had. Like, they had, I mean, there was nobody on their side. It was like, yeah, this guy's a punk. But there's so many of them. Yes. Where it's yeah. Like, if it was one or two, yeah. Okay, but there's like, there's like what? 18? 20? Is there 18 now? 20? That's so, unreal. Definitely something fishy going Makes on. Makes me there. sick. 9315, Leon Rice. Bet Ajay was a legend in his mind when it comes for streaking down Maine, but it did make varsity is the question. Or but did he make varsity is the question of the day. So I have never went streaking. I probably could have pulled it off in the dark, but I wouldn't do it. <laughs> for numerous reasons. Because it's still a crime. Is it a crime? Cody, is it a crime? Public nudity is probably... I'm going to say, yeah. It's sure definitely not a victimless crime, Ajay. It's not victimless. Yeah, but like... You can the, be cited that's for public the, nudity. Okay, yeah, but like, what's the worst you're going to get? A couple hours in the, in the box? And then they're going to be like, look, just don't do it again. You can ask that guy at the Super Bowl what he got. Oh, man. Okay, see, here's... I don't think they get punished. I think they get escorted out of the stadium... And they're like, don't come back here ever again. You're bind. He's like, okay, cool. Hey, anyone got tickets for next year's game? Yeah, that's a, I wonder. Actually, that's a good question, Cody. Do you, what is the crime and punishment? Or what is the punishment for the crime of streaking in a Super Bowl in a game? That's a good question. I like that. You just want to see the... the I, you want to balance the I risk and reward. I want to know if, if yeah, it, what, if the punishment fits the crime. If it's if it's not that bad, I'm all about it, man. All right. Typical punishments reportedly include a criminal a criminal trespass charge, uh, one night of jail time, and a lifetime ban. Okay. Well, I'm never going back to the Super Bowl again. It was a once in a lifetime opportunity. Um. Yeah, that's. I mean, I, I mean, the trespassing charge can't be great. No, that trade does not go up, Eric. Ryan, <laughs> you like how I just see what you're doing. I'm like, no, <laughs> like you're no. no, you know where I'm no. already headed. <laughs> you have been down that road before. <laughs> that chair is the worst. You can have mine. I have to switch it out for this one. So, uh, so a couple different things today. Uh, it's opening day, Major League Baseball. Yeah. Uh, how did your Cubs do? I didn't even look. Didn't you didn't even pay. Oh, I'm a Cubs fan. I'm, oh, I love the Cubs. Well, they're down five to three in yeah. the ninth. So. Sounds about right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some. So we'll talk a little bit about baseball. Yeah. Who Who do you think are going to be the front runners this year? 
Yep. The Braves will not make the playoffs. I disagree. I don't. You're because you're trying to do your reverse jinx. Meow. Look, you don't know what the pain I suffered and the bully, the cyber bullying I had to take last year for guaranteeing my Braves would be the World Series in the just in the World Series itself, up three games to one. The cyber bullying I got from all five people, it was horrendous. Saying it was my fault, I cost them. I'm the new Steve Bartman. I mean, it was horrible. It was horrible. I didn't deserve it. They will not make the playoffs this year. Uh, I think they will. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the Utah Jazz. They had a big game last night without Donovan Mitchell on the road at Memphis. And uh, player reaction, first time that some players spoke publicly since they had that scary plane takeoff in in uh, excuse me in Salt Lake City. They went through a flock of birds. And uh, hear the players tell the story about what it was like on that plane. And I might owe the Jazz an apology for for some comments. <laughs> Man, sounded like it was pretty scary. Yeah, I mean, and like not only did they get on the plane again, but then they went and won a basketball game. That's impressive because I can't imagine the terror in their mind hearing an engine blow out and then some people in the back seeing flames come out. And then all of a sudden, like, okay, feel let's go back. Shaking. Yeah, feel shaking. And it's around, like, all right, let's go win a basketball game against Memphis on the road. Yeah, that's got to be that's got to be scary. I'm with you on that one. Yeah, so uh, they had some players speak. Jordan Clarkson and Mike Connolly after the game last night spoke publicly about it, if you missed it. Um, but just you know, how the Jazz did without Donovan Mitchell um, in the – Three times, facing the same team three times in six days. Oh, man. Uh, I think it's a great primer for uh, what it's going to look like in the playoffs. Yeah. It was good, good experience for the Jazz to go through. Yeah, it was good. And you saw Memphis make better adjustments in this one, offensively especially. But, man, Mike Conley was so good down the stretch. Yeah, he was phenomenal in that fourth quarter. Oh, especially. he was great. But they had stretches where... Boyan was great. Then there were stretches where Jordan Clarkson was great. Took over, yeah. And then that fourth quarter, Mike Connolly just took over. There were hardly any empty possessions, which was awesome. And the defense was still good on point. Great win uh, last night for the Utah Jazz. Uh, for multiple reasons, just to keep pace um, of uh, ahead of Phoenix because they're still playing really good basketball. They but, won last night, right? Um, they did. They, uh, where'd they go? They beat the Bulls, 121 to 116. What was the uh, Bucks score? Do you have that? 112 to 97. That's a train wreck right now, the Lakers are. They got to get LeBron and AD back, and they got to get him back quick. Sam Merrill came in for like the last minute okay. of the game. So this isn't making sense to me. Like, I mean, do you... Do you like Sam? Do you hate Sam? Do you like? He's uh, starting. He close, he's getting benched. He's starting game. I mean, Pat Connaughton's back, so just in the rotation, he's he's deeper on the bench, while other guys are healthy. And they they beat the Lakers by a healthy margin, but it it was still a relatively close game for certain stretches. But you're right, the Lakers are falling like a rock. Yeah, this is bad. In the standings. Do you know what's do you know what the best part of it all is? And I think someone's tweeted this out. Like you see the promos on TV from like TNT. 
All right, you know, and you saw you see like the the bar come up of the like the team names, right, and then the players. And usually it's like Steph Curry of the Warriors and LeBron James of the Lakers or Donovan Mitchell of the Jazz and um I mean Kyrie Irving of the Nets, right? And then the Lakers promo comes up and it's Dennis Schroeder of the Lakers <laughs> and it's Giannis of the Bucks. And then there was one I think it was like someone tweeted out from like five four or five years ago. It was the Spurs and the Warriors. But Kerr and Popovich decided to like rest both like all their stars. And so the promo came out and it was uh Oh man, who's that uh who's that cheap shot dirty player for the Warriors, the big man? Um who sprained uh Kawhi Leonard's ankle coming underneath him. Uh what, Sasha. Is it no, it's uh what the fetch is his name? The big man who who uh stuck his foot underneath Leonard when he was playing for the Spurs. Sasha Pachulia? Yes, him. So it was him. And it was like Pau Gasol as the promo. <laughs> well, let's get excited for that matchup. Yeah, I know, right? Like, you imagine, like, if you're like Kevin Harlan or Mike Breen, hey, don't forget, big matchup tonight. Pau Gasol led Spurs versus the Zaza, Paul Juliet, whatever his name is, Warriors, <laughs> coming up big. Lakers are currently in fourth, and they are one loss away from dropping all the way down to sixth. Yes, please. Yes, please. But Ma- again, Mavericks are starting to play better. Portland's playing really good basketball. They've won four in a row. So here's why I say yes. Nuggets made a move. They're playing better with Gordon now. Because the Clippers will probably be that three seed. If the Lakers drop to the six seed, you got a Lakers Clippers matchup in the first round. Ooh, that's saucy. I like it. I love it. I absolutely love it. Please, I'll take that. Who's your four or five teams right now? If okay, so if the Lakers drop to six, who would be the four or five matchup? Uh, Denver between Denver and Portland. See, yes, I'd I, probably put I'm Denver in. ahead of Portland. I mean, right now they're tied, but um, I'd probably put Denver ahead of the Blazers. Yeah, I'm all about that. I'm absolutely about that. That'd be great. Uh, currently, the Dallas Mavericks are in the seventh spot. Dude, Doncic had a night versus Boston. Yeah, don't look past Dallas from making a move. I told you. And San Antonio's in the eighth spot. J.J. Redick, man. Changing the team. Changing the culture over there in Dallas. Golden State and Memphis, they are the 9 and 10, so they're not out of it. They could still be part of that uh, play-in tournament. Dude, the the fact that Golden State is at ninth right now, that's impressive. Because that's just like Steph Curry, right, right now? (laughs) That's that's pretty much all Steph Curry. That's Steph Curry. That's incredible. Pelicans are down like below that. They're twenty-one and twenty-five. Yet people are still going Gaga over Zion. Gaga over. If I was to start hey. a franchise today, who would I start it with? Oh, Zion Williams. What do you think they were gonna say? Okay, he's great. You know, at attacking the rim and great scoring in the paint. Sure, he's got a great high percentage in the paint. But is he is he a winner? That's not a bad team. I don't think they're very well coached. No, well, and they're not very well managed, according to J.J. Redick, who went off today yeah. about him. So that's, yeah, if you're New Orleans, you're a little bit worried right now because J.J. Redick, who is, who's considered like a classy, you know, well-spoken guy, comes out there and just drills your organization. Yeah, very well respected throughout the NBA. He shredded it on his comments, which was incredible. Hey, what is the uh, what's the East look like? So... Brooklyn has moved up to the top spot. 
that's a half a game ahead of Philadelphia. And that's all. Let's be honest. That is almost all on James Harden. James Harden, who, by the way, he's out tonight now. He's got hamstring soreness. Well, Kyrie Irving is is back. He's missed a few games earlier, but he's back. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how well can they maintain without Harden, who's been a real catalyst for their success. Philadelphia, like I said, right there, still in the mix. Milwaukee, two and a half games behind Brooklyn. Charlotte at number four. Yes, Gordon Hayward, dude. He's earning Hayward. every penny, man. He's earning every penny. You he might is. hate him. He is the difference. I mean, they have earlier in the season, you could say, oh, that's uh, that's the ball kid. He's the rookie of the year. Look how dynamic he is. No. He hurt his wrist. He's done for the year. That's And that's too bad. Too. And it is. But they're still up there in the mix. They're ahead of Miami. The Heat are number five. The Knicks are in sixth, followed by the Hawks and the Celtics. Celtics are dropping like a rock. Yeah, dude. So did you hear Brad Stevens last night? Oh, dude. Some of the comments he made were... I, I've never seen Brad Stevens that angry. I haven't watched a lot of his press conferences, but I know enough to where he's pretty soft-spoken, keeps it even kill. And then last night, um, I'll have to look up some of his comments again, but he went off on his uh, on his team. Jalen Brown's upset. Jason Tatum's upset. And here's the thing. With some of the jobs that have opened up, especially North Carolina where he's a graduate alum, whew. Well, he, a lot of people, uh, Indiana Hoosiers fans were saying, hey, should come to Indiana. Oh, I know. Okay, so this is what he said. He said, in regards of his law, their loss last night, that's probably the reputation we have is not responding for 10 to 12 minutes of basketball. And uh, he continues, I'm putting it on my shoulders right now. Uh, uh, he continued to say, while everyone in the organization deserves blame, he wants his players to fight through adversity and uh, or fight through adversity better and play with more consistent effort. Um, it's something personal. Let's see. Yeah. Anyways, he just he was very upset with the way his team played, and he went off last night. It, it, it's when you watch them, it's a lot of selfish basketball. Oh yeah, which is crazy. Where did it come from? Like you have dudes like Kemba and Jason Tatum, who usually like really good team players, and that's why Greg Popovich was such a big fan of him on that FIBA team. But this is a mess. This is an absolute mess right now in Boston. If I'm Brad, and North Carolina says, "Hey, we want to interview you." I'm not kidding. I get out. I get out. It's really weird because they have they've great young players still. Oh yeah, good core, but oh, yeah. they're not they're not connecting. Yeah, right now. Uh, and then the, uh, the the rest of the standings: uh, Indiana and Chicago. Those are the nine and ten teams that are still fighting to. Uh, Aren't you a big fan of Chicago? Wasn't that you? I like their move. Getting Zaza, no, uh, not Zaza. I'm stuck on him. <laughs> they got the guy that was in Orlando. Uh, is that Evan? No, Evan Fournier. No, where did he go? No, it's uh, no, Aaron Gordon. No, Aaron Gordon went to, or is it Fournier? Fournier. What's his name? Fournier? Gordon went to uh to, to Denver. Dude, we know the answer. Come on, it's got to be Fournier. No, it's not Fournier. From Orlando. Oh, Nikola Vukovic. Oh. That- Sorry. Vukovic. Orlando traded their whole entire roster. I can't remember yes, who went where. Did. But with the addition of Vukovic, they're a little more dangerous team. They gave Suns a, a run for their money just the other night. They'll be in in Utah tomorrow. Tomorrow, right? Yeah. 
I like the Jazz in that one too. Uh, but Toronto, that's a team that's they kind of had a fire sale with their roster too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think they realized that they're gonna just sit on the the happiness of their title and be like, we're gonna ride this out for a while. Remember Everyone's that one time? St- we're still having a parade. Remember that one time when we won a title? <laughs> Those were good memories. Hey, parade next year as an anniversary of two years ago <laughs> we won a title. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard's going to come back. Say hi to everybody. Tenth celebration of the one time we won. Jake's re- uh, Drake's going to do a concert of the album that went out that year, too. <laughs> 2409 on the Guild Mortgage text line. I've seen Aj run on a baseball field, and it would, make, it would take him longer than a Super Bowl <laughs> halftime. To sprint the length of the field. No, it would not. Okay. Okay. Running in spike cleats and running barefoot is totally different. All right. If I'm running barefoot, I am like an ostrich. Well, you have to do a lot of zigzagging too, right? You don't want to be caught. Oh, they aren't going to catch. Look, freaking, what, jelly rolls over there trying to catch me? Are you serious? It's not about. Have you seen those security guards? They wouldn't want to put their hands on you. I understand that. Because you're running around naked. (laughs) Naked. (laughs) Dude, but speed—I I don't know oh, about I've got the speed. speed. Oh yeah, dude! What, like the guy who's been freaking eating bear claws for the past three hours of the game—he ain't gonna catch me. He ain't gonna touch me. And the guy dressed up in yellow like the snitch—yeah, he ain't catching me either. Oh, that's what I should go out as a snitch <laughs> in your gold suit. <laughs> <laughs> and when I get caught, I'm gonna say, in the back. "Thank you, Eric. <laughs> this is for you." Hey, the other big news of the day, um, besides Roy Williams calling it a day, how about Chris Beard saying, I'm leaving Texas Tech, I'm going to Texas. Okay, do you remember two <laughs> days ago? when I, the people in Lubbock were also thinking this was a, an April Fool's bomb? Okay, so do only you... Only to realize, oh crap, this is real. Do you remember two days ago when I asked you, what would be the biggest trade-off? Like, well, like trade or move? Craig Smith going to Utah... Or Chris Beard going to Texas, and you didn't even hesitate. You're like, oh, Chris Beard. Yeah, if he goes to Texas, rival team in the same conference, just no. Absolutely Chris Beard. And sure enough, this morning, I wake up, and I sit, and I don't get some stuff done. I look at my phone, and it, I just Chris Beard is all over my Twitter account. How? I know he's an alum. I get it. But that that's bonkers. You leave Texas Tech, who you took to a national championship, had a run to the Elite Eight this year, probably should have beat Arkansas if you make a free throw and two layups. You're away that's how close you are. Um, to get into the Elite Eight, I believe. And then you take off to go to a school like twenty or thirty minutes to the Longhorns? Like you guys hate each other. Oh, they're not that close, are they? I don't know. I made that up. I have no idea. I'm just trying to shorten it from the Craig Smith trip. They're the so same state. It doesn't make me feel as bad. But <laughs> you Google the maps. That's of course you state. would. Of course you would. What? Um, it just doesn't make any sense to me. You d- and I want to know from our listeners, who made the bigger trade? I guess the bigger trader move. Who's a bigger trader? Craig Smith or Chris Beard? And wouldn't you have it? They're both friends, so who knows? <laughs> but it's just bonkers, man. Chris Beard takes off for Texas. And by the way, that Texas Tech program is in a much better situation basketball-wise than Texas is. Much better. And you can still probably get the same recruits as you would have at Texas. 
because of your success? I think Texas Tech is in a lot better position now, thanks to Chris Beard, than they were. But yeah. Texas is working on a, a basketball facility upgrade. Yes. They have much more resources, deeper pockets. But, yeah, that's in conference. It's in-state and in conference. That's a, that's a low blow. And <laughs> besides that, uh, I love that, I guess, uh, Texas Tech AD Kirby Hokut had a presser earlier today. Oh, how did that go? <laughs> and he was asked if he was frustrated. He says, frustration would be a kind word to summarize it. Because they were working on what they call a rolling contract, basically a lifetime contract. Okay, but the Texas For Chris Beard and he, he kind of stalled it, <clears throat> kind of ghosted him a little bit. The reason why this announcement came today, there was uh, some clause in Chris Beard's buyout that if it happened on or after April first, the buyout, the buyout is a lot less. I don't know what just happened. It was a weird noise, but this the buyout was significantly less <laughs> for his contract. So really weird timing. Uh, unfortunate for any Texas Tech fans. That is a great, great rivalry now. Yeah, that's going to be really steamy. Like, you yes. think about when he goes back to Texas Tech for a game, can you imagine the greeting he's going to get? Here's my question. Did Texas Tech know he was going? Because Utah State didn't know Craig Smith was going. They had no idea. till the 11th hour of the night, they had no idea. Is that you? Um... Anyways, yeah, they had no idea that he was going. And then... Uh, yeah, uh, and then, I don't and then, know. But so, and then, but this, they so were this, working on I something guess I should to ask, does Chris Texas Beard Tech have a right to be frustrated? Oh, absolutely. Do they, though? Tech? Yeah, they were working on a lifetime deal with this guy. So I'm going to play the devil's advocate. You stay on that side. I'll play the devil's side of it. You, he's an alum. Do you think he had a conversation saying, hey, I'm interested in going to the Tex Texas and being the head coach? Like, because if he did, Texas Tech has no gripe. You have no gripe. Unless, unless Kirby Hokut said, is it Hokut? Unless yes. he said something to the fact that we didn't know he was going, they have no gripe. Yeah. Uh, who initiated the conversation? I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. Right, if it's Texas coming after him and just coming after him hard... That's that's one thing I can understand. Chris Beard, like you know, I like it here, but then Texas counters with more money and look at our facilities and look what we're planning to do. Da da, da you know, yada yada yada. But if Chris Beard's like, ah, oh, Shaka Smart's gone. Hey guys, uh, think I can submit a resume? Uh, that that's that's a whole other conversation. As long as he told Kirby Hoka that hey, I plan on. Applying for the Texas job. The Red Raiders have no say in this. No complaint, Eric. None. You knew it was coming. Now, if they didn't know, then we have a problem. But my guess is he had to know. There's no way. For a job that big. Yeah, that's a big... I mean, that doesn't happen. So who has... You, you jump ship to go somewhere else in your state... That's also in your same conference. When does that happen? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a great point. So who has the bigger shoes to fill? 
go into North Carolina where they're below expectations because they haven't won in a bit, struggling like crazy, and it's almost like the cupboards are empty, or Texas Tech where you have been to a national championship, you've been to the Sweet 16, Chris Beard has rose you guys to the top, at least in your conference play and in national play, and you got to go fill those shoes. Who has the more pressure of of going to win immediately, North Carolina or Texas Tech? North Carolina, no question, not really? even a second thought. Really, it is a national program. They have banners, championship banners, multiple in their rafters. Their alumni, their fan base, far superior as far as their size, far more significant, far more influential. So absolutely the North Carolina job. I know we got to go to break, but coming back, I'd love to get your thoughts on where does North Carolina go go to get a higher? Like how big do they have to stretch to? NBA ranks? I mean, if you're looking at a college rank, what kind of coach do you get? Because he's got to have a name and he's got to be able to win and win right now. And so I'm kind of interested what to get your thoughts on like how expensive that hire needs to be. Yeah, absolutely. We can look at that. Uh, we'll look at Major League Baseball's opening day. Who you're, do you think are the front runners coming into this uh, definitely not the Braves season? Uh, and uh, Utah Jazz, their performance last night minus Donovan Mitchell. How well did they do? Any takeaways from that? And our pick six. It will be written in ink. It will be. It will involve a third party to keep it okay. Honest. I want an unbiased third and party. True. No, I want an unbiased third party. That will make sure it gets done proper. It's all coming up on the Full Court Press, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Drivers, start your engines. The Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, where every vehicle is inspired by Honda's racing spirit, is on now. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get 0% APR on the 2021 Honda CRV or HRV. Visit your Utah Honda dealers or utahhondadealers.com. See dealer for financing details. Westwood One is your exclusive home for the 2021 NCAA Tournament. It's only fitting that a season unlike any other comes to a conclusion in the most unique circumstances. From 68 teams down to one, all in the same state. Every basket, buzzer beater, and bracket buster until a champion is crowned. Who will take home the title? Tune in to find out. All the excitement of March Madness right here. On Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. These are the sounds of a dinner. But not just any dinner. A dinner that almost didn't happen. Because without food, it can't. A dinner now served, thanks to people like you. Due to COVID-19, 17 million more Americans may face hunger. Feeding America is helping our neighbors in need. And if you're able, you can too. Donations to the COVID-19 Relief Fund are being accepted at feedingamerica.org coronavirus. Your help is needed now more than ever, and every dollar makes a difference. That's feedingamerica.org slash coronavirus. On behalf of Feeding America and families nationwide, thank you. Brought to you by the Ad Council and Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong. 
interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. If you want to weigh in, dude, Cody's running the board. Look courtesy at him. of the uh, Guild Mortgage text line, he's killing it. I love how you just totally ignored my compliment to Cody because <laughs> he hasn't hooked you up yet with pick six. So you're trying to play it off like, hey, we have no relationship, but really, we're BFFLs. <laughs> nine three one five. Nine three one five. Text in. Bull. How does all these coaching changes affect the hire for the Aggies? That's a really good question. That's a great question. I don't think – okay, so here's my thought. You can tell me if I'm right or wrong to our listeners or Eric. I don't think our hire is going to affect – or the, like, I guess the openings are going to affect our hire because I don't think our hire is like something that North Carolina is even sniffing at Agreed. or Texas Tech. I don't think they're even gr- like glancing at us. I think the Texas Tech thing may have more implications than the North Carolina. North Carolina, they're going to go for an alum, somebody who's connected to the program, somebody who's probably in the NBA. or These are people Utah State will not have connections with or have a shot at being their next head coach. No way. Um, but Texas Tech, in who they take and get, they may take somebody who may also be in the running at Utah State. Or that causes another domino effect that takes a position away from something that Utah State was interested in. Let's play a game really quickly. What is one name, just throw it out there, that seems bonkers, but that would be realistic for North Carolina? Well, uh, 9463 actually texted in. I think it has a good point here. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of think I kind of... I'm kind of thinking, if I can read, I'm kind of thinking that North Carolina will go the route that Michigan took with Juwan Howard and go after past alumni. Vince Carter, James Worthy, any other ideas? Jamal Mashburn. Jamal Mashburn would be oh. a really... He's the head coach of Vandy right now. He'd be a good hire. Mm. And I mean, Vandy hasn't been great, but I don't know. He, that guy can recruit. And if you get an alum, like 3426 just said, if you get an alum there... And he can recruit, dude. You're gonna you're gonna rake in some really really big time guys, right? That's that's a position that will lure guys away from current NBA, NBA head coaching positions. Okay, so okay, so I'm gonna jump off like the roof here onto the trampoline, but <laughs> Doc Rivers. I know he's comfortable in the NBA world, really comfortable, and he's been there. Yeah. As a coach, I don't think he's ever touched college, actually. Well, he's having a lot of success right now. With Philadelphia. I mean, but I'd like to have a guard who can actually play defense and actually hit a three, too. Hi, Ben. (laughs) Hope you're doing well over there in Philly. Uh, Okay, so, okay. Uh, Realistically, though, uh, Brad Stevens or no? I don't know. Because, I mean, he did turn down Indiana, but Indiana's a crappy job right now. Indiana's it's not as not good as good. they think it is. No, not even close. But North Carolina, 
And is one of the North Carolina is one of the premier places in all of college basketball, if not the most premier place. Right. So Brad Stevens would be an all right. I mean, and look, players aren't listening to him right now. I mean, these millionaires have turned him off. So where they're just running their own stuff, they're going oh nice. So like you said, they're incredibly selfish. I just, I mean, it's bad basketball right now, and they're not listening to Brad. So does Brad go back and help North Carolina where he knows kids are going to have to listen to him because if they don't, they're going to be benched and there's right. nothing they can do about a it. A lot more operational control. Yeah. Collegiate level. Um, 9948 on the Guild Mortgage text line. Greatest Tar Heel of all time, Michael Jordan. Thoughts? No. No. There's no way. Jordan, he's too interested in making money. and Yeah. I mean, as bad as he an is as an owner... As bad as he is, he'd be a worse coach. It would not go well. He, he, one of the, sometimes the 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 greats of the game do not communicate well about how they got there. Yeah, they just know they're great, and they get frustrated when others don't have that same greatness like they do. Yeah, they don't understand how the rest of us are just not that same level. I'm trying to think. Would you go with an alumni if you're North Carolina? I mean, Vince Carter. I don't know if Vince Carter would take it. He just got out of retirement a couple of years ago. And yeah, and that's the biggest thing. He has no coaching experience at all. So I'm not I'm not sold on him. Um I think like Tyler Hansborough would be a great assistant. By the way, where's Tyler Hansborough at anyways? He's probably in the league somewhere. Is he? Okay, but if someone like if he was like a head assistant, he'd be really good for North Carolina. I don't know if he'd be a good head coach, but a head assistant would be he'd fit great. And that guy could easily recruit. That's one of the great North Carolina Tar Heels of uh, of their time, in the, at least in the modern era. 5338 offers a suggestion. Kenny Smith. I would take it. I would absolutely take it. I would take Kenny Smith. I don't know if Kenny Smith would take the offer. No coaching experience. At least not at this level. No. Coaching AAU, I don't think that really counts. No, not, not at least not compared to North Carolina basketball. Yeah. I, I, you're going to find an interesting list of candidates as this, the days go on. I'm trying to think, like, because that's the one job where I haven't seen candidates listed from experts. That's the one job I haven't seen a bunch of candidates listed as. That's what's crazy. Um, man, I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I think it'll be an interesting list. I think you can find guys that are already very successful coaches currently in college basketball. Uh, I think it's going to draw a lot of interest from guys even in the NBA. Okay, so let's really quickly, let's talk Roy Williams. Um, 903 career wins, fourth most in Division Men one's basketball history. Only coach with 400 wins at multiple D1 schools, Kansas and North Carolina. And in uh, a couple national championships with it as well. Three of them, actually, to be specific. And he was 903 and 264 in 33 years. That's pretty incredible. That's incredible, Eric. That is nuts. And here's the thing. You know what? And someone brought up a great point earlier today. North Carolina could take any coach they wanted. Nearly, okay, North Carolina could take any college coach they wanted and almost nearly every assistant coach in the NBA. That's the one job that could convince an NBA assistant 
yeah, I'm out of here. And I'll go be the head coach of North Carolina. Is that a position that Mark Few thinks about? No. Dude, he's be he's had he's got to have had that offer multiple times or at least an offer of something similar to that and has said no to. I don't think Mark Few goes. Yeah, I think at this point that guy's just there. He's so comfortable he's where he's at. Oh, he's a god there. He's a god yeah. in Gonzaga. He ain't gonna touch that. No way. Heavens no. I'm trying to think of a good NBA assistant coach. Like okay. Alec Johnny Bryant would be good. Johnny Bryant would be awesome. He has no head coaching experience. But he, I mean, being with the Knicks as the associate head coach, being on the Jazz bench under Quinn Snyder, he's he's got a list, man. CBSSports.com, they're offering a few ideas that could be out there. I Hubert, want to hear these. Hubert Davis. Ooh, Hubert would be good. Currently an assistant. Yep. On staff. Hubert Wes, would be really good. Wes Miller, UNC Greensboro. Yeah. Not, mm, I don't know about him. That might be too over his head. Like, this job is going to, I mean, UNC Greensboro coach coming to North Carolina, that's going to be way over his head. And he's going to be way underwater. Uh, they're also offering, they say, six outside the family targets. Uh, they list Mark Few as one. Okay. It's a, the may, the one job that maybe lures him away. Capitalized uh, maybe. Tony Bennett at Virginia. Tony could be an interesting one. Billy Donovan. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Chicago. Oh, man, that would definitely get him out of Chicago. That's a guy. I didn't think about Billy. Whew. Scott Drew at Baylor. Maybe. He's having a great run right now. He is, 26-2. Chris Holtman at Ohio State. Matt yeah. Painter at Purdue. Ooh. Okay, so Billy and Tony Bennett got my attention. Nate Oates and Jay Wright. To- See, Jay Wright was actually across my mind as well. But he's got a pretty good at Villanova right now. Yeah. And I, I would yeah, but I would stay still. Still resources? Yeah. I but mean, here's the thing is that facilities? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it, it doesn't hurt, I'm telling you. But again, I think where you're at with Nova and how good they are, I mean, this is like their quote unquote down years. And they're still pretty doing. They're still doing pretty darn well. I think Jay would stay at Nova, just because it's simply a basketball school, and they get all the love and the attention, and he's getting everything he wants. And North Carolina, it might be like that, but there's other sports competing with you, and again, the expectations are extremely high in year one. In year one alone. Yes. Uh, yes, there will be high expectations, no question. And that's and that's why I think you got to find someone with thick skin, uh, who's going to be mentally tough. Because when you lose two or three games in a row, you're going to get hammered. People are going to be screaming for your job that you need to be fired. When you lose to Coach K, they're going to say you better sell your house because you're not going to be here next year. <laughs> I mean, it's like you got to have some mentally thick skin. Like and again, I think a Mark Few could handle up. I don't know if I don't. I honestly don't think he's interested. Billy Donovan really intrigues me. That's a great name. I didn't think of. Formerly at Florida, won a national, won back-to-back national championships, didn't he? Right, very successful. Won in 06 and 07, and then uh, left to go coach Oklahoma City Thunder. Did really well there in Chicago. Has done a fine job there. Man, Billy, that's a good name. Tony Bennett's interesting too. Tony Bennett would intrigue me. 
Those are two guys who can handle it. The pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, interesting news. Interesting move. Um, Do you... Are you... Uh, okay, what about Texas Tech? I was just... Because I'm just trying to think... Think of the same like, thing. Like, who would go to Texas Tech at this time? And that's not as a premier job, with all due respect to the Red Raiders. That's not as heavy critiqued of a job, though you will be expected to win. Um, you know, I got to be honest. I- I'm going to be straight up with you. This is going to bunk to people. If Craig Smith doesn't go to Utah, I bet he would have gone to Texas Tech. Probably. Probably. I think Chris Beard would have given him an incredible recommendation. He would have been gone. Uh, Dallas Morning News. Some names that they have thrown out there. Okay. Grant McCasland, head coach at North Texas. Yeah, didn't he just That sign- was a coach that we had talked. I don't think we really talked about him yesterday. Yeah. As a potential to go to Utah State, but. Uh, Mark Adams, current associate head coach at Texas Tech. Kelvin Sampson at Houston. Kelvin could be interesting. Joe Golding, Abilene Christian, head coach. That's Texas, that's Texas Longhorns' rival. <laughs> the new rival. <laughs> Ulrich Malagai, another Ooh. assistant at Texas Tech. Darvin Ham, who's currently an assistant with the Milwaukee Bucks. Porter Moser, head coach at Loyola Porter. Chicago. Porter's, yeah, that's got to be a name streaming along some places right now, if Kyle not Oklahoma. Ke- Kyle Keller, who was at Stephen F. Austin. Wow. Paul Mills at Oral Roberts, somebody we talked about as a potential for uh, Utah State. He just signed an extension this morning, I believe. I guess he has, uh, according to the Dallas News, Mills has deep ties to the state and to the conference. He was a longtime Baylor assistant. What's his name again? Paul Mills. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he just signed um, an extension. I'm, I'm, I, Yeah, he did. He agreed to a new contract. It's an eight-year deal through 2029. Happened this morning. Man, that'd make you sick. You just sign that guy, and then all of a sudden he takes off for Texas Tech. <laughs> see, there, see, some of these coaches or well, some of these is... fan bases are going through the same sweat process like you and I did and our fans did with Craig Smith. Like, oh, oh man, we made it through Minnesota. Well, look, oh, we made it through Indiana, Marquette. <laughs> yeah, when these job. premier jobs become available, there are significant dominoes. Yeah. Yeah. It, so anybody that's had some level of success recently, they have to be concerned that their their coach could be gone. That's a good gig too at Texas Tech. It's not a bad one. Uh, a couple of the names that Dallas News throws out there. Some of these I really I don't know. Like Shaka Smart. No. What? He just signed on with Marquette. Why yeah. is he just going to turn around, come back to Texas? <laughs> uh, Eric Musselman, Arkansas. He's got a pretty good AK right now. Wes Miller, who we also mentioned as yeah. be a guy in the running for the North Carolina gig. At, he's from uh, he's currently at UNC Greensboro. Nate Oates, head coach at Alabama. Austin Clanch, who's a Nichols head coach, and Dana Altman, who's at Oregon. I could see, I could see Nate Oates considering it. I don't know if he would take it. I could see him considering that job. Yeah, I, I mean, because there is a lot of resources and a good, good team. A very good team over there in Texas Tech. And you inherit a gold mine. 
Now that's assuming that none of your players ditch and go to Texas. But well, Beard has built a nice uh, a program and a nice uh, reputation there. Yeah, what he's doing. Cupboards okay. aren't empty. All right, got to take another time out here on the Full Court Press. Love to continue to get your thoughts, your reactions to some of the news today. 435-339-0321 on the Guild Mortgage text line. We'll get into our pick six, the six things we think might happen this weekend. Major League Baseball opening day today. Who are going to be the front runner teams? Who's going to be bringing home the hardware uh, later on this fall? Uh, get your thoughts about this upcoming baseball season. All that's ahead here on the Full Court Press. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Salveson. Eric! Because I knew you'd read it. When you exit the show, you leave the show for the day. (laughs) You do not text into the show while you're at your boy's birthday party. He's like, hey, Dad, we take a photo? Uh, no, really busy texting into the Full Court Press right now. (laughs) What is your problem? They were late. I was sitting in the lobby. I had to do something. (laughs) So you text our show. You are grounded. You are absolutely grounded. Weekdays from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 13. 1990 AM, The Fan. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. Our business has been family owned and operated since 1970. We encourage you to shop local and we promise you'll experience the Daryl's difference with us. Don't forget, we guarantee the lowest price on Whirlpool and Maytag appliances. We also offer financing on all appliances. Remember, shop local for the best selling appliances in the business, Whirlpool and Maytag. Plus, you always get Daryl's outstanding service, Daryl's West on Airport Road. Here's Chad Norton, the lawn doctor, with a tip for your lawn. It's that time of year again. As you look out at your lawn, you will see lots of matted down, dead-looking grass. It's most likely snow mold. Simply take a leaf rake and give it a good raking to fluff up that old grass. By doing this, the sun will bring it out of dormancy quicker. For more helpful tips for your yard, go to the Lawn Doctor's Cash Valley Facebook page to schedule lawn services. Go to LawnDoctorCashValley.com or call 753-LAWN. Westwood One is your exclusive home for the 2021 NCAA Tournament. It's only fitting that a season unlike any other comes to a conclusion in the most unique circumstances. From 68 teams down to one, all in the same state. Every basket, buzzer beater, and bracket buster until a champion is crowned. Who will take home the title? Tune in to find out. All the excitement of March Madness right here. On Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. There's a lot of strain on various industries right now. Supply stretched thin as demand is at an all-time high. If you are building or remodeling and are looking for ideas for stone to face your home, it's crazy. Coldwater Stone and Tree Modern and Castellite and Logan want to take that frustration and challenge away from you. They are a local homegrown business with stone products made by Coldwater and sold by Castellite. Stop in and make your choice today for brick, block, rock, paver, and tile. Go where the pros go, online at castellite.com. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Well, we're getting some good suggestions coming through on the Guild Mortgage text line. Hit me. 9948. How about Brad Doherty? Oh my gosh! Hey, what was he a coach there already? Maybe he wasn't. I don't think so. I don't think he was either. Brad, oh man, that's a good choice. 
I'm great with Brad Doherty. Who was it that was before uh, Roy Williams, though? Well, Brad Doherty's kind of gotten out of basketball. He's more into, like, racing now, isn't he? Uh, Is he? Looking him up. Is he really? No way. Yeah, he's got, uh, he's got his own racing team. Uh, just got a text from 0549. Do you think Zoom interviews makes it harder to figure out some if somebody's interested or not interested in a position in a position for coaching? Uh, harder to see who has interviewed Zoom interviews, huh? Because instead of having the coach travel across the country, you meet them over Zoom. Do you think it's easier to interview or get to know those coaches over Zoom? Because I remember, like coaches and scouts of NFL said about players, it is hard to get to know a player through a Zoom interview. Yeah. It gets really hard. You'd rather meet them face-to-face, and that's yeah. got to be the same with coaching. And I think if you're going to make a coaching hire, head coaching hire, as important as it is, you're going to have face-to-face. Yeah, you need Maybe to have face-to-face. Maybe in the initial. Yeah. I like the Brad Doherty idea. That's a good idea. I didn't think about that one. 9463, Mike D'Antoni, currently assistant for mm. Brooklyn. See, he could be a good one for Texas Tech. I don't know if he's willing to go to the college ranks. But that'd be a good thought. Uh, 8003. Eric, you just said when these premier level jobs open up, you have to take them. Are you saying that University of Utah is a premier level job? In my opinion, the Craig Smith move was a pure money grab. Uh, University of Utah has a lot of history. Certainly has more facilities. And it is a better conference than Utah State. Yeah. Was it a money grab? I think that's part of it. But I think, I think that when, is a that's a sleeping giant. When as they well. showed him the facilities, he was drooling all over the floor. Is it on the same level as Texas Tech in North Carolina? Oh, fetch no. no Not way. right now. No. But historically they're there. they've got a better history than yeah. Texas Tech. Yeah, they're getting there, I feel like. Um their facilities are incredible. Like they would make your jaw drop. I think that's what they did to Craig is Look, we show you the facilities, and you're going to love what you see here. That's, yeah. How do you ignore that? It's hard to With ignore. all due respect. Triple your salary? Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, by the way, what, okay, so what is his salary? I'm so confused because I've heard, like, three different numbers. I know that he had to pay some of the buyout out of his own pocket. Wham. You get paid enough anyways. But you also, I mean, I heard $3 million, but then I've heard $2.5 million. And I've heard that's without incentives. I heard that's with incentives. Uh, do you know what he's getting paid? I don't know. Me neither. I don't know. I don't know these things. Uh, <laughs> six eight zero four. If Craig Smith ever wanted to get to the NBA in any capacity, he would have to have success at Utah. Success at Utah State probably wouldn't be enough. No, that's right. That's I hundred percent agree. I don't know if the if the NBA is a lifetime goal of his or not. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I never asked him. But you're right. If if that is his end goal, then yes, he would need to have success at Utah. Success at Utah State will not get you a head coaching job in the NBA. Who sees success quicker? Matt Wells at Texas Tech or Craig Smith at Utah? Ooh, good question. I would have thought Matt Wells, but he's kind of struggled a little bit. We got 10? I think that... uh, Dude, we're coming back to this, by the way. What we know about Craig Smith, I'd probably lean more to Craig. We're coming back to that. More next hour. Stick around here in the Full Court Press.
This is Above the Noise. The Supreme Court heard arguments yesterday about the legality of the NCAA's amateurism model. The justices raised interesting questions. Would paying the players ruin college sports? Why does the NCAA get to set the terms for the labor market? Is amateurism an outdated concept altogether? I kind of like what's going on here, and usually I have answers to those kind of questions. You know, let the Supreme Court deal with it. Should Barry Bonds be in the Hall of Fame? I don't know. Send it to the Supreme Court. What about Universal DH? Call in the Secretary of the United States. Let them decide. Can LeBron ever be better than Michael Jordan? Let's see what Justice Sotomayor has to say. And please, let them fix that silly NFL rule about fumbling the ball into the back of the end zone for a touchback. I don't mean to take a serious issue lightly, but I know this terrain. I don't care if it's high-priced lawyers or random people calling from their cars. The Supreme Court isn't going to find any easy answers when it comes to college athletics. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Next time you tee it up, grab the Callaway golf ball that tour players like John Rahm and Xander Shoffley play. It's Chrome Soft. There's Chrome Soft with soft feel, great distance, short game control, and Callaway's most popular tour ball, Chrome Soft X with workability, amazing green side action. You've got options. Now with the new Chrome Soft XLS, Callaway's low spinning tour ball that delivers max distance off the tee. Chrome Soft isn't just better, it's better for everyone. Find your Chrome Soft at CallawayGolf.com slash Chrome Soft. I recently had a chance to go outside and give my truck some much-needed TLC, so I grabbed Meguiar's new bright orange bottle, the Hybrid Ceramic Wash and Wax. Couldn't wait to try it. Has a unique two-liquid system that not only gently cleans the paint, but leaves behind their Hybrid Ceramic Wax protection with instant water-beating action. Now my truck looks good. It is dope. It's protected. Meguiar's Hybrid Ceramic Wash and Wax with advanced SIO2 technology. At Valley Office Systems, we want you seen green with the savings we can offer you for your office equipment, furniture, and supply needs. Our goal in 2021 is to continue to offer the best products and value at even better prices. Valley Office Systems, a service company above all else. It's the last weekend to max your tax refund at Fisher Home Furnishings. Make your tax return go further with savings of already sale prices at Fisher's. Dining, bedroom, and living room sets. Take an additional $100 to $1,000 off. A queen pillow top mattress with adjustable base, just $399. Take an extra 20% off any custom order. Max your tax refund means additional savings off the already sale prices. Still waiting for a refund? Use Fisher's no interest financing. Fisher Home Furnishings max your tax refund sale in Saturday night at 6. Shop anytime online at fisherhf.com. If you're a veteran in crisis or know a veteran who is, call the Veterans Crisis Line today at 1-800-273-8255 and press 1. The home for jazz basketball. The jazz has struck! Sports Talk Radio, KLGN Logan, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. what you need to know. Get things cracking on opening day of Major League Baseball. Diamondbacks and Padres are locked up at 7 apiece. You Right now in Denver to the Rockies. Rockies have just scored again in the bottom of the seventh inning on a wild pitch. They lead 7-4 right now. Earlier today, a game that went into extras. Kane the winning run, standing at third. Dobnak the stretch. Pitch to Arcia. Swing and a tapper. Hit over the mound. Here comes Kane to the plate. Slides. He's in. The Brewers win it on opening day on an infield hit by Orlando Arcia. 6-5 the final score. 
Yeah, Brewers Radio Network, they were down 5-2 in the ninth and scored three to force extra innings. Tigers 3-2 winners over the Cleveland Indians. Miguel Cabrera home run. Blue Jays in 10 at New York over the Yankees. I'm David Gascon. Fox Sports Radios. It's the full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvas. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions. To act like the full court press on Sports Talk Radio 1069 FM 1390 AM. The fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric France and Andre Salveson here on the full court press. Thanks for tuning in. Thank on you. Thursday. Thank you. You guys are awesome. Always love to interact with the audience. 435-339-0321 on the Guild Mortgage text line. I'm still stuck on the Brad Daughtry being uh, um, the new coach. Doherty? Okay, so here's the thing. Daughtry, it, wasn't Daughtry like a singer? Okay, so bad, Brad Daughtry or Brad <laughs> Doherty? Doherty. Because it's the same thing. No, not the same thing. Daughtry, Doherty. Look, look how it's spelled right AJ, here. AJ, Ahe, Potato, Potato. It's the same thing. You know, Could when you I, imagine if you when I do the voice thing to to call you, the voice, and then the phone speaks back to me. <laughs> the voice says, "Would you like to call AJ Salveson?" <laughs> Even though I say, "Call AJ," call AJ goes, "Call AJ." Calling AJ Salveson. <laughs> I've been called worse. I want you to know, by our listeners, by Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, okay, so listen, I appreciate, where'd you get that food, by the way, from? The ribs. Oh, yes. Thank you for reminding me of that. Well. I wanted to mention that today. I, I, I do, but I don't. Oh, my gosh. My mouth is still watery. Now that you've said that it's like a, uh, one of those Pavlov's dogs, you ring the bell and your mouth starts to water. Were they good? So. Because I was going to have some, but they're all gone by the time I Matt, got there. <laughs> I, uh. I purposely made my way to the back of the building where you were last. Oh my gosh. No. It's not true. Entirely yes, it true. is. Sort of true, yes, but not entirely is. true. No, Matt Whitaker, director of the Cash Community Food oh, Pantry. I love Matt. Stopped by. He had two pans full of these amazing ribs. They were still warm with his own personal secret sauce that he puts on them, secret recipe. Oh my gosh, it was amazing. So tender, just fell off the bone. And he's like, you know what? You guys did, the Cash Valley Media Group did an amazing job helping us over the past 12 months because a lot of our food drives were canceled. And it was, there were a lot of people that needed assistance that normally wouldn't have needed assistance. But, uh, but the Cash Valley Media Group stepped up and did, initiated new food drives, encouraged people to donate money, and... It was an amazing year for him, and uh, he was just bringing these amazing ribs to say thanks. And uh, I don't know if Matt's listening or people connected to Matt who who may be, but those were amazing. Those looked really good. Thank you. And if I wasn't allergic to ribs, I would have ate some. 
But even if I was allergic to ribs, I still would have ate them. And you guys <laughs> took them by the time I got there. Went so fast. I mean, I opened them up right after he gave them. So and, selfish. Uh, me and the ladies up front were like, oh my goodness. Oh, great. Do so we, so they do we keep this a first. secret? Oh, are you serious? Do we keep this a What's secret? What's your problem, dude? Do we divide What's this your up problem? between the three of us? Oh, my gosh. Or do we, you know, share the, uh, well, the goodness? I, I the wish you would have choked on a rib because I was, you know, I was pretty selfish. I didn't get any. Oh, my word. They look so good. It was so good. So thank you, Matt. Thanks to the folks. I'm doing a podcast with Cash AJ, Community Food Pantry. And you walk across, like, showing me the ribs. And I was like, what I think it is? And then you stop right at the doorway and sniff. I wish I would have took a photo of you. <laughs> so good. So good. Oh, man. And it was so fun as a, as a company to use the resources that we had available to help an organization like that. To, uh, to weigh in and use whatever influence that we may have had or currently do have to help out an organization like that that was really needing help. So it was really uh, gratifying to be able to work with them and to see the response from the community. So really cool. Uh, and that's as much a credit to our audience as anything that we would have yeah, done. Absolutely. That is amazing. I, I'm glad because I can only imagine how they were impacted and how much you know they had to go through and for you guys, Cashfly Media Group, to step up the way they did. And our listeners and, and, and the listenership of the Cashfly Media Group as a whole step up the way they did that's it's amazing and you know i i you know i never did say this but seeing that tree like the with the, the gift tree or the angel tree what you guys have the front and for christmas whatever that is um you guys like your people bringing oh, gifts yeah, when our cares for christmas campaign like do you know how cool that is to see like people come in with bags and bags of things for kids and for people who don't have that ability to be able to buy stuff for christmas like i mean i mean you see people i mean just droves of people bringing in stuff and, I mean, it was so much. They had to kind of take it to your back cubicle and say, hey, we're going to put it back here for now, too, and over storage over here. It was – that's awesome. That's just incredible. Yeah. Good we stuff. Got, we got a great community. They're, they're willing to respond and help out when, uh, when, the, when the need arises. So, really, we got to enjoy the ribs. Ribs uh, were delicious. But, really, uh, it's you, the listeners, and our, and our audience. You're the ones that really deserve the thanks. But oh yeah, our and, 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 yeah. we're the beneficiaries, Again, though. Yeah, absolutely. And, and our Some listenership, amazing. even on this very station, our listenership is incredible. Our listeners are just awesome, and it's amazing to have great feedback from them and and input, whether they agree or disagree. It's it's awesome, and it's it it makes this job that much more better. So, a uh, couple of big things going on in sports that we wanted to get to. Uh, we, obviously, we got to have our our pick six this hour. Six things we think might happen this weekend. Uh, some coaching. Dominoes falling. Chris Beard leaving Texas Tech to go to Texas. And Roy Williams announcing today that he's retiring after 30-plus years of coaching at a very high level. Um, so there's an opening there at North Carolina. Um, that may, as uh, coaches move and position into those places, it may create other disruption from places or coaches that the Aggies have some eye, their eyes on. So I know that there's got to be some real urgency with Jerry Bovey and John Hartwell and their staff. Oh, yeah. Trying to get this figured Working out around the clock, trying to find somebody. As they can. Yeah, absolutely. Working around the clock like crazy and trying to figure things out. And I'm sure they're, you know, they, they had a great list of candidates and they're trying to narrow it down as quickly as possible to get to their guy. 
Um, especially, like you said, especially now when Texas Tech and North Carolina, Oklahoma still open. By the way, Oklahoma still open. That's kind of wow. That is a football. Yeah, that's true. School, that's a good point. That's another good good program there. Okay, if you had to rank them in order, though, you'd probably go what UNC, Texas Tech, and then Oklahoma. I might actually put Oklahoma ahead of Tech. No way. Oklahoma's a football school, though. They don't care about basketball. Um, they've had some good players in the past. I know Nico Medved's been all over the country interviewing for jobs. Hasn't got one yet. Would Oklahoma fit in his range? If he hasn't been named yet, then I don't think No way. Okay. It's going to happen. Okay. Uh, one of the other things, too, about the urgency of getting a, a coach figured out is all the transfers. Oh, yeah. According to Craig Doty, um, the the transfer portal is over 1,900 for men's basketball, over 1,200 for girls' basketball. Good there are heck. still teams involved in the tournament for both men's and women's, so there's a chance there could be more there players be more. that get into the portal. Um, but uh, uh, several players in the state that are already announcing that they're on the move. Uh, yeah, uh, it's... Uh... Kind of going back and forth. By the way, I heard, I had first heard that Marco and Raleigh were going to go. I'm now hearing that they're going to stay. Good for them. Which would be huge. It would be huge. And 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 look, if Marco, I don't know where Marco is going to go, but I think he's a good fit here. He's a great fit here. Raleigh, same thing. I'd like to see those two guys stay if that is true. Hopefully that is the case. Uh, John Rothstein apparently tweeting out uh, information from North Carolina's athletic director, Bubba Cunningham. We've had this job in the family for a long time, and that's important, but it's not the only factor. He also added, we want to move quickly. Roy Williams will absolutely have input in who the next head coach is. See, that's see that's key. That is key, and that's why I think that Brad Doherty, that's why I think he's going to be a very – he's going to get an interview. That's a – man, that Brad Doherty guy, that's sticking in my, my mind a little bit. Jamal Mashburn might get an interview as well for a head coach at Vandy. I think he applies. He gets a look. I don't know if he gets it, but he gets a look. It's intriguing. Wow. Yeah, I would imagine Roy Williams would get a huge amount of input in that job. He gets Coach K from Duke. That would be just the – I mean, <laughs> that would be the cherry on top of this coaching carousel. Uh, wow. That would be so awesome. I'd be so proud of Coach K. If he leaves Duke in if North Carolina? He, yeah, absolutely. It'd be the best <laughs> movies ever made. That would, like, bury what just happened with Chris Beard in Texas. Oh, dude, yeah. It'd be a tickle with Craig Smith in Utah. <laughs> Texas Tech would or Texas, all time. Texas would be betrayal. thrilled. Texas could not be more grateful if that would be the case. <laughs> They're calling him Brutus. <laughs> Brutus. <laughs> oh, man. That really is nuts that Chris Beard's going to Texas. That man, <laughs> like, could you imagine being a Texas Tech fan? Hey, it's just another day. We're getting ready for football season. It's going to be a great season with Matt Wells. Uh, Yeah, uh, honey, I just found out that Chris Beard's going to uh, Texas. Dude, that would that'd create some anger in the house. By the way, Arlington is about 320 miles from Lubbock. Oh, good. So he's going to have to move his family then. Because nothing's worse than going to a rival school but keeping your family in the town. Yeah. I mean, if they went to school, 
Craig Smith could just commute down What's to your name? Salt Lake. Uh, Jalen Beard, you failed school. Uh, it's the first day. Yep, you failed. I don't think he'll do it. I think he's still going to move. Five hours away? Is that what you said? It's like six hours by uh, car. Is it really? Five yeah. and a half. Oh, six yeah, hours man. Away. He's, he's, a, he's a world away. Dude. Still just... in the same conference. Oh, man. That's, that makes you want to throw up if you're a Texas Tech fan. I mean, I get it. Well, no, I don't get it. Actually, I don't get it at all. Despite the fact that he's an alumni, I still have no idea what the crap he was thinking. Like, seriously, the facilities are just as good at Texas Tech. The roster is better than Texas. Makes no sense at all. What are you doing? Trying to figure out how to get to Texas? <laughs> no. Well, let's see. If I drive dust here, it's going to be only a 13-hour drive. Dust off my... Uh, my Your resume? My resume. For my Go apply to how be... How good I am at playing video games. To be pre-half and post of Texas Tech men's basketball? No. <laughs> uh, interesting story, just quickly, since we're talking about college. Um, interesting story from the Associated Press. They did a survey of athletic directors around the country. They surveyed over 350 Division I directors of athletics. 69% said they would strongly oppose being required to give college athletes a share of university revenue derived from sports. Another 19.6% said they somewhat oppose sharing athletic department revenue with athletes. Almost 77% said many fewer schools would be competitive in sports if schools had to share revenue with athletes, and another 13% said uh, somewhat fewer schools would be competitive. So there's all this talk about, you know, should the athletes get some of the revenue? And for some schools and some of these conferences, like we're talking Texas, North Carolina, they would have revenue to share. Oh, heavens, yeah. So here's Easy. my question. Why don't you interview the student-athletes and see if they're willing to share their revenue with the AD? Here's the thing. If you're <laughs> a place like Utah State that leans so heavily on the institutional yeah. support, yeah, so heavily, yeah, can athletics claim, look, we didn't, our, we don't, we're off operating in the red. We don't have revenue. Yeah, how would that go? But then if you're a place like Texas or UCLA or North Carolina, come play for us because not only will you play for a premier institution with premier facilities in a premier conference, oh, we're also going to pay you. Oh, jeez. Don't tell me that right now. It, it, it would totally collapse oh, the system. Don't tell me that right Which, now. Which, I don't know. Maybe it's worth a reset because it's so messed up right now anyway. Yeah, that'd make me sick. That, and it would kill mid-majors. It would kill a lot of mid-majors, I should say. Not all, but a lot of them would be would be buried. BYU would survive. I think Gonzaga would survive. Yeah, I don't know how many others do, though. Most of the survey respondents, again, this is according to the Associated Press, <coughs> the survey that they conducted, most of the respondents came from schools outside Power 5 conferences. Yeah. Only 11 of the 99 ADs who participated in the survey were from the Power 5. That makes a difference. Yeah. Hey, by the way, Matt Adams, our guy, Matt Adams, texted in and said, Beard said that having Nike was a big factor. Are you kidding me? So, like, hey, we have Under Armour. Nah. I like Nike better. It always looks better. I'm going to uproot my family and my legacy 
just because I get a Nike deal. But, dude, if that is the case and Nike is a big factor, I mean, good for you. But, dude, you are going to get apples and oranges thrown at you when you arrive on the court in Texas Tech for game one next year. Oh, I'm circling that game on the counter to watch. Holy cow. He's going to hear it. Uh, he says it hurt. He says it hurt him in recruiting. You know what? That could be true, though. Like the bigger the school is, like look here, they don't care. Like right, if it's Under Armour, if it's Nike, I think we're Nike, right? We're Nike school now. Yeah, Utah yeah. State's a Nike school. Yeah, um, it's great. Like things are. I mean, it, we are thrilled about it. But if like a school as big as Texas Tech, Texas, Baylor, you know those big schools, they they do care who's branding them. You know, North Carolina, it's Jordan, of course. Uh, Duke, it's Nike, I believe. Yeah, so, so like the big schools that are great in their sports, it absolutely matters. Oh, and Nike's pay or Nike pays the players more, <laughs> which I guess could matter if <laughs> push comes to shove with that whole vote thing. So, yeah. Uh, nine three one zero on our Guild Mortgage text line. What kind of revenue could USU give? A bag of chips once a month. Yeah, that's just that's about where we're at. Hey, isn't we'll it? give you some Aggie ice cream. Yeah, something down at the Aggie Chocolate Factory. And it, again, it's not it's not a lack of awareness on Utah State's part. It's just a lack of funding from donations on the Aggie Nation's part. If I can be bold to say that, no, yeah. that's that's really what it is. Like people are like, well, wait, where did Craig Smith leave? You know, money this, money that. If you didn't want him to leave. Pony up $3,000 and go pay the university and say, hey, here's some of Craigsmith's contract right here. It, like, if you're so yeah. upset, go donate. That's the problem. Which I don't know if it was or wasn't, but I imagine there was some of it to that. The the donor class at Utah State is nothing compared to the Utah. Oh, donor not class. even close. It's not not close even to the BYU donor sniffing class. Sniffing it. No. Not even in like the same like universe. And that is hard to swallow. Yeah. And it's hard to understand. But it, that is the it's way. Because it's didn't a cold, Hartwell, hard reality. Hey, didn't Hartwell kind of say that? Like, hey, look, we don't have the money that like Utah has to, you know, pay coach what he wants. To that, or I guess something like that degree. I uh, So, um, yeah, like if it is a money issue and, and you know, and again, no fault on Utah State's part of the university itself. They're doing their very best. They did whatever they could to give Craig Smith the you know the leisure to stay. They did, and I'll be I mean because if you're making a million point six here in Cass Valley, you're doing pretty doggone good. I mean you are doing okay for yourself to be making that much money in Cash Valley. And I felt like Utah State, uh, Mr. Hartwell, Mr. Bovey, and those guys did the best job they could to keep him here. And Utah just I mean one upped him, and they didn't even have to break a sweat doing it. Because, like you said, they had that money already. Right. I mean, Utah State has access to a one particular great donor. Yeah. That makes some of his personal resources available. Yeah. Which is really great for recruiting yeah. and we appreciate getting a them. coach here. But Utah has that too. They not just have one guy that can do that. Oh, they, they have multiple guys yeah, that will do yeah. that. Yeah. They have several of that said person. Yeah. And, and the thing with it is, um, I, that situation is never going to change. I mean, unless we do find seven more John Huntsmans to come be a part of this university, 
that situation's always going to be that way. And that is the reality. And it's unfortunate. And Utah State, you know, I, I feel bad for those guys because they're doing what they can. Um, but in, in the end, money can talk, and it has a very big mouth. Money talks, coaches walk. Yeah. Yeah. Craig Smith did issue, if you didn't notice, if you didn't catch it on uh, social media, he did issue a statement to uh, to Aggie Nation. Four days late. It's a few days later, but it is something. I know there were some people really put out that he didn't say anything about his time in Logan at his introductory press conference, but I don't recall him saying much about his time in South Dakota when no. we introduced him here in Logan. He moved on. years ago. But he did issue a statement on social media. Uh, I'm not going to read through all of it because it's quite lengthy, but it, it's it's good. It's it's classic Craig Smith. Yeah, it is, and there there's emotion. But I mean, there's some because here's the thing: Craig Smith was never fake. There was genuinity involved in his comments, in his uh, his thoughts of his players, the team, the staff, the fans. He loved Spectre Magic because you remember. And Eric, you know this better than I do. You and Al know this so well. There, those were there were years where the Spectre Magic was nowhere to be found, and I mean it was impossible to get it back. And people thought that was going to be the long case running. And then Craig Smith comes in, wins. I mean, and he, it wasn't like it just clicked on. Like as soon as he stepped foot on the court, it took some time. I still remember though the UVU game. I think that's when I feel like it was coming back. Was is it two years ago? And I, I can't know if we played. I think it was UVU, but we blasted him here, and that crowd was just raucous, and it was awesome. I, and that's the first thing I tweeted out after the game was the Spectrum is back. And I think that's the first thing talked. The first thing we talked about is just we didn't talk about the game. We talked about it was a full house, like how nice that was. Right. And I hope we can retain that. It, yeah. I pray to my life that we find a coach who has the understanding that that is a very, very extremely important part of Aggie basketball success is the spectrum. Yeah. Hey, are you mad it came a few days late? No. Really? Look, there was so much going on over the weekend with making the move, trying to figure out who his assistants are. Okay, but if you're making the move, you whirlwind still... Whirlwind of activity. Yeah, here's the thing. If you're, if you're making the move, you still can't write out a statement. Like, you can't have a statement ready, like, but, hey, I am leaving Utah State. I need to put something together. Sure, and it could have, in that case, it probably would have been a line or two. Yeah. And then that would have come off like, eh, he didn't put he much didn't time care. into it. But this, what he put together, he put thought and emotion into this. Yeah. So I, that it's a few days after the initial announcement, uh, doesn't bother me. I don't know if you saw this. And I shouldn't be bringing this up, but did you see his opening statement at Utah compared to his opening statement at Utah State? <laughs> I heard people saying they. It was. Was it intern Cody that pointed that out? Did it somebody was put so it side familiar. By side? Yeah, I think actually I saw it on Twitter from Cody. It was a copy and paste, <laughs> almost. Yeah, I mean the only thing he changed is uh, the Mus and the Spectrum, Utah and Utah State University. Everything else looked almost exactly the same. I would have laughed if he would have went up there and cracked the same joke he cracked here. In his opening press conference, when he's like, you know, I was laying in bed with my wife, and I was telling Darcy, man, can you believe I'm the head coach at Utah University? And then she's like, babe, you're not in my wildest dreams or whatever like that. Something like that. Same joke. If he would have cracked that exact same joke at Utah, A, that's gutsy, and that takes cojones. <laughs> Two, 
sir. Why don't let the door hit you on the way out? Luckily, he didn't. <laughs> he seemed different at that press conference, though. He didn't seem like the, like the normal. I mean, and maybe it was because he had one hour of sleep, but. I don't know. He, I mean, I, he won over a lot of Utah fans because yeah. he had energy and passion. We've grown used to it. Hey, I, you never did answer my question. And, and actually, I'm asking our listeners to our Gil Marcus text line, 435-339-0321. I want to know from our text message, uh, to our listeners, and from you, Eric, and from Cody, who has success first? Matt Wells at Texas Tech or Craig Smith at Utah? Well, I guess maybe uh, my follow-up to that would be, how would you define what is success? Okay, well, a, a winning season and uh, a, a winning record. Yeah, a winning record and a bowl game win in from postseason. Okay, so yeah, a winning record and a bowl game win for Matt Wells, a winning record and a NCAA tournament win for Craig Smith, or even a Pac-12 championship appearance. I'll say. Um, I'd probably lean more towards Craig Smith. That's what I was going to say. I think the pressure is on Matt Wells. His seat is getting warm. Yeah. Yeah, if he doesn't fire Yost a year ago, he might be looking for different mm. territory. Yeah. It's crazy. The green, I mean, like we, we talked about, and I've said this they time and time before. They showed signs that they could be kind of an exciting team this year, yeah. and then they just kind of had a hard time hanging on to it. Boy, yeah. they. I mean, that quarterback situation was a mess. They got to figure that out, too. They have Columbia. But, dude, I mean, Big 12 is a, is a dogfight there in football. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But the Pac-12 in basketball, USC's got a bunch of dogs coming back. I know Evan Mobley is going pro most likely after uh, when he uh, declares himself eligible. Oregon's got a couple of guys coming back. Um, Arizona might be good again. I think they're going to hopefully get their way back into things. So Craig Smith's got his work cut out oh, from over there in the Pac-12. That's true, too. Oregon State, was that a fluke in the tournament, or is that yeah. a primer yeah, for what's to come? That, guy, that, that team finished fourth, and they turned around and got to the Elite Eight. The heck? Uh, 8003 okay. texts in. Okay, guys, thoughts. Tarvish Felton. Here? As the next head coach at Utah State. I'm guessing that's what's being implied with the question. No. 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 Nope. Uh, I'm... I'm with you. I think I, I like Tarvish. I love Tarvish, but he's a great assistant. He's as a, a next Utah State head coach. I probably he's like a Tim Duryea, a great assistant coach, uh, not a great head coach. I don't. Yeah, I'd like to see Spencer Nielsen get a crack at being an assistant again. Well, I think he could recruit the heck out yes. of the like the LDS world of things of basketball right. if you players. Need somebody on your staff Dude. who understands how to recruit the LDS kids. Who understands Utah? Who understands Utah State history? Boy, I can't, I can't he think understands of the game better. really well. At least the college basketball game he understands really well. Question Look, is, does he want to get back into coaching? I don't yeah. Know. Like, if you want, if you ever want to thank Justin Bean for what he did, thank Spencer Nielsen for getting Justin Bean because that was on him, and nobody else was really going after Justin Bean. Yeah, that's true. It was Spencer Nielsen. All right, we need to call a timeout here in the full court press. We want to come back. Uh, let's get into our pick six and Major League Baseball opening day. Opening day. It's a good day. Go Cubs. <laughs> uh, there was a home run hit earlier today, but because it was snowing, he didn't know it was a home run. What? Yeah, we'll get into that. Coming up on the Full Court Press. This is Ryan, my mattress. I have a little bit of a bone to pick with online bed-in-a-box mattresses. If value is the combination of price and quality, these beds are not a good value. They cost about $1,000 and they last about three years. That's not a very good ratio. 
At my mattress, you can get a $799 Sealy Posture Pedic that will last you 10 plus years. The best value is at my mattress. Isn't it time to sleep exceptionally? Hi, this is John Horton, General Manager at ARS. COVID-19 is a mess, but it doesn't have to be. We at ARS recognize your desire to take the best care of your workspace and home in order to protect your family, staff, and other building occupants. We have certified technicians that use leading industry processes, state-of-the-art equipment and technology, and cutting-edge products when disinfecting. We understand your needs and are ready to help. Remember, got a mess? Call ARS. Are you a small business owner? Who's your bank? This is Bruce Rigby. I want to invite you to bank with us at Cash Valley Bank. We specialize in helping small business, and we have great people. That's the Cash Valley Bank difference. Decisions made locally, without all the red tape, by people who care and know how to help small business. Cash Valley Bank, growing, expanding, and proud to have our roots firmly planted in Cash Valley. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. If you want to weigh in, we love to get the uh, the uh, reactions. See, I thought from my the Craig, I thought my Craig Smith versus Matt Wells question would get a ton of response. It hasn't. Kind of surprised. Four three five three three nine zero three two one on the Guild Mortgage text line. Uh, so Utah Jazz had a nice win last night in Memphis. Um, they did it without Donovan Mitchell. After the plane incident, he opted not to travel with the team, <clears throat> and. Uh, I was concerned to see how the Jazz do without him. Uh, Donovan had a concussion earlier in the year, didn't play for a game or two. Jazz did okay. They've had another time when Mike Conley was not available. They were able to win then. Joe Ingles had an Achilles strain. They were able to win without him. So they have some success and some experience doing it without some key guys in key positions at different times. Um but uh, this was an interesting scenario for me to see how they would respond. Very short rest, trauma, getting there, and a team that they had already faced twice mo- very recently in a very short turnaround. And I really was impressed with how the Jazz responded, especially Mike Connolly. His veteran leadership in that fourth quarter was yeah, amazing. Dude. 13 of his 26 come in the fourth. And a lot of it was just playmaking on his own, creating on his own, yes, and finding his way to get to the lane Hit tough jumpers. He hit, I think, three tough floaters. One of them more Valentunas. Like, I mean, the guy was very creative in, in regards of his playmaking skill and got himself open looked. We've been looking for a play creator besides Donovan. Mike has been that guy so far. Yeah, it's great. One-two combo when they're in there together. Or when one's not, the other one can take over and do all right. Um, but uh, after the game, we got to hear from the players themselves what that experience was like trying to leave Salt Lake City when that charter plane, that Boeing, uh, what was it, 757, flew through a flock of birds. And I saw the pictures and it looked pretty gnarly. But then to hear the players themselves recount the story, I don't, I don't know why anybody should have been bagging on Donovan Mitchell for not yeah. wanting to get on a plane. Shame on you, Eric, yesterday. <laughs> yeah, who would have done such a thing? <laughs> uh, so, Daniel, uh, who do we got first? Who are we going to hear from first? 
Or is that called Daniel? Sorry, Daniel. Cody. I'm like, who's Daniel? Dude, stop it, Eric. I always get called Daniel. <laughs> uh, we're going to go with Mike Conley first. Okay, let's hear from Mike Conley here about the plane situation. Of us, you know, I think it was me, JC, uh, Joe, and Mie, Favors. Like, we're all kind of right there in between both wings of the plane. And, uh, and all of a sudden, it felt like there was an explosion. Uh, like, literally, it, that's what it sounded like for most people on the plane, like something like we hit something big and the plane immediately started to bounce and then just started tilting to the left and people in the back of the plane said they saw flames and you know people in the front obviously didn't know what was going on and like immediately like altitude started to drop a little bit and and we started like like looking down and like wondering what what just happened and like nobody knows everybody's just quiet you know we're just in shock and and it took uh you know the pilots you know probably five to ten minutes probably about 10 minutes to go through everything and get, you know, go through their checks and kind of get back to us and let us know what was going on because it was obvious that uh, something was really wrong with the plane. It felt like the plane was like breaking apart in midair. So for us, we, you know, for, like I said, for five, 10 minutes, you know, it felt like just, just complete helplessness. So. Um, that's, that's nuts. Nuts. And Jordan Clarkson adds another perspective of it as well. This from uh, when he he was uh, up. He wasn't following the rules. He was standing up, walking around, putting something in his bag. <laughs> no way. When it happened, and he gives a, just another perspective on uh, what it felt like and how players were reacting to it. Where I sit on the plane is where I could see, you know, the engine and everything. I happened to be being a bad kid and uh, kind of getting up and grabbing something out of my bag while we was taking off. And... You know, I just remember walking back to my seat. And as I got to my seat, I just hear a loud bang. Me and Mike looked at each other and he was like, oh, those, those, those are the birds. I guess Mike seen the birds passing through the window and then seen it as it was happening. So all I heard was a bang. And then I turn and look out the window and see the whole like engine shaking and everything. And then you see everybody in the back kind of like reacting to what's going on. And, you know, a lot of the people in the back that were sitting, like, behind the engine and stuff like that, they seen a burst of flames. Immediately, they, they're probably thinking, like, the plane is fully caught on fire. And I see everybody kind of reacting towards that. Just recalling that whole situation was pretty crazy. The whole plane just started shaking. It's definitely uh, something that, you know, experience that I'm happy that, you know, we we able to tell. Because, um, like I said, a lot of us really you know, came to like a, a point, at least 30 seconds in that flight, everybody came to the point where it was like, man, this might be, this might be over for us. And, um, you know, it's sad to say that. And, and, you know, I don't play with death or any, anything like that. It's just something that, you know, we got to push through and come together and, uh, you know, keep going. That still gives me chills when he says that, yeah. that for 30 seconds of that, we thought it was over. Like, and I think he, I, I can't remember if it was him or somebody else that said, we were texting our families and telling yeah. them just in case. Just in case. Dude, that, oh. Now, look, I might have been giving them a little bit of grief yesterday, but after hearing their accounts, that was a lot more serious than what it was made out to be. Yeah, and I think it was Mike Connolly, too, who said, look, it was it was worse than what is being was being reported. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because when you didn't report it, like, oh, dude, come on. Enjoy went out. They got you back home safely. You're fine. And then when you read that, like there's a big there's a big explosion or a sound of one. There's flames coming out of the engine. The engine's shaking. 
That's not You're losing good. altitude. Yeah. yeah, you're losing altitude at a very high rate. Ugh. And when you're in situations like that, traumatic experiences, time slows down. Oh, yeah. So it feels like it's taking forever. Really, it could only be maybe a few minutes, mm-hmm. but it could feel like this is never going to end. Yeah. And it's, <clears throat> uh, wow, really crazy situation for the Utah Jazz. That they were able to get through it, that they were able to come together as a team and still play the game last night, I think speaks volume to the coaching and the the veteran leadership on that team and how they were able to collect themselves and still go out and play a basketball game. But I have I have no problem with with Donovan Mitchell hanging back and saying, you know what, it's oh no, I needed I need a day. He's very vocal. Give me a minute. He's been very vocal how he hates planes. He hates flying. Yep. And he did it, and he handled it really well, and that situation just must have absolutely terrified him. Well, the Jazz do have a road trip coming up early next week. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see how well he handles it. They go to Dallas and then Phoenix. Yeah. I Two would, very important games for yep, the Jazz. Yep. And I, I maybe, I don't know, maybe fly just a couple days before, if you can, just to get yourself there safely so he has a chance to rest, relax, mentally compress himself. From from taking a flight, yeah, that's that's incredible. Oh. Crazy situation. Hey, but again, Utah. great win for the Jazz, like you said. Not only, I mean, with everything that's gone on, to turn around and go play a basketball game against a good Memphis team for the third straight, third time in how many days, Eric? You third say third game in six days, and you and you beat them. And you know, Mike Conley was superb. Bogdanovich had what thirty six, twenty six points, I believe. Twenty six. Uh, I mean, they, something like that. And that and that John Morant had thirty six, and John yeah. Morant was hitting some tough looks. Oh, he. I mean, just insane looks. Eric. That's a special player, right yeah. there. He's gonna be really good for the future of the uh, Memphis Grizzlies organization basketball. So, but uh, it was good for the Jazz to go through that. Um, really, a playoff primer, right? To play a, a team like that in a short amount of time. Yeah. How you make adjustments quickly? There's some travel involved with it as, as well. While there was a lot of (laughs) extracurricular stuff that was a big distraction, but the Jazz were able to still get through that and win the game, I think speaks a lot to the character and the experience and the the leadership of that team right now. Absolutely. Let's take a break. Coming back, we're going to get to our uh, most hated game of the week, everyone's most boring game of the week. Hey, by the way, my gift is coming. Um, Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's being created. So it's going to be a few weeks. It's being created? Yeah, but it, it, it will be here. It's, it's going to take some time, though, Eric. Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. Have you heard? The marketplace is making major changes. Improvements to affordability through the health insurance marketplace by increasing financial assistance, lowering your premiums, and more generous cost sharing to lower your out-of-pocket max. If you have coverage, come in to see if you can save even more. Never applied? We can help. Go to lssins.com or call 752-9493. That's 752-9493. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. Our business has been family-owned and operated since 1970. We encourage you to shop local, and we promise you'll experience the Daryl's difference with us. Don't forget, we guarantee the lowest price on Whirlpool and Maytag appliances. We also offer financing on all appliances. Remember, shop local for the best-selling appliances in the business, Whirlpool and Maytag. Plus, you always get Daryl's outstanding service, Daryl's West on Airport Road. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Salveson. Eric! Because I knew you'd read When it. you exit the show, you leave the show for the day. <laughs> you do not text into the show while you're at your boy's birthday party. He's like, hey, Dad, we take a photo? Uh, no, really busy texting into the Full Court Press right now. 
What is your they problem? They were late. I was sitting in the lobby. I had to do something. So you text our show. You are grounded. You are absolutely grounded. Weekdays from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Welcome back to Full Court Press. Uh, a response to your question about Craig Smith and uh, oh, finally, Matt Wells. I'm really curious. I want to know. From 9315. Okay. It will be a tie between Matt Wells and Craig Smith. So, and that would suck for Utah State. If Craig Smith won the Pac-12 championship and Matt Wells went and won like a, like a big-time bowl game and they were both at Utah State, we're going to be puking <laughs> a lot. 9315 also says, this is where uh, Ajay's highway to the danger zone comes into play. No! Most pilots were formerly in the military and that is why you wouldn't change the words of that song. What? No. I went because... You went to the danger zone. It wasn't highway to the danger. Cause, uh, highway. I mean, and that, you know what? To calm everybody's nerves, I would have sang him that song. That I went to the danger zone. And, or I, we. I don't think that would really calm a lot of nerves. If all of a sudden you come I would, on. You know what? Highway to yeah. the no, yeah, danger dude, zone. I went to the danger zone. Right? Like, play that. Like, that's why if I'm the jazz, I play that as one of the songs for... Uh, Pre-game opening warm-ups or whatever. You probably want to be playing like some Anya or something. Enya or something like that. And then you could play like the movie Airplane on the Jumbotron. (laughs) That's a terrible idea, (laughs) (laughs) Ajay. Or what's that that one movie? Uh, Black Hawk Down? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. In-flight movie. (laughs) That's great. Okay, hey, my question though is, who took the worst of it? The one bird who got, who got, uh, who met Randy Johnson's fastball? Or the birds who ran into the engine? And by the way, what the frick were the birds thinking? Like, who, who did you think was going to win that fight? They're just on a nice, leisurely flight ah, up away from ah, everything, ah, all with their buddies. Flying V! And then, bam! That's like the Flying V, the Mighty Ducks, running into Iceland. All right, let's get into our pick six. It didn't go well. <laughs> pick six doesn't go well for you either. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm getting you a really nice gift, and it's going to take a few weeks to get there. So, calm down. But you're going to love it. It's going to be worth the six weeks that you don't get a gift. <laughs> <laughs> Might be longer than that. I'm not sure uh, to look it up. Think of something else in the interim. All right, so I won last <laughs> think week. Think of something else. Yeah. So, I'm going to defer, oh! and you have to go first. Okay, Cody, you got my uh, things? Go ahead and read my lines. Yes. No, I'll let Cody do it. Let- <laughs> How lazy is that? You're supposed to read them. Do you know what? And he no, has them, no. so he doesn't hey, have to hey, jot them hey, down hey. quickly. You deferred, and I get to choose. And you know what? I don't want to go out this as the quarterback like anymore. I'm choosing that he is the quarterback now. I I smell. How is that rigged? I smell. How is that rigged? Some cheating going no, on. No, how is that rigged? Oh, really? You didn't cheat to win the last one? All no. is fair and love when and I war. S- yeah, there is no love here. It's all war. <laughs> it's just- <laughs> All right, what do you Let's got? Let's go with it. I don't uh, know how the you first cheese. one here is Jalen Suggs points versus UCLA bar set twenty two and a half. Eric, I'm going to take the under. I'm right. going to take the under. All right. Okay. Next one here is Donovan Mitchell points versus the Magic bar set at eighteen and a half. Against the Magic. 
When is that game? Saturday. They play it back-to-back versus the Bulls and Magic. They do? Oh, my gosh. Biggest jazz Biggest fan boy fan. in the media, <laughs> and he doesn't even know when the jazz play? Oh, yeah, they do. Hey, welcome Look to the uh, season here, Eric. All right, what was the line? Oh, <laughs> two and a half, Eric. Wait, I- what? Sorry. <laughs> Wait, how, many, what? how many points? 18 and a half. Uh, over. Over. I'm going to go over. You're just going to copy me. No, don't even I, get, I, I put don't all mine do down this first. With so. me. Don't even get grumpy with me. Okay. Uh, Lakers versus Clippers. Kawhi uh, over under. Bar set at 15 and a half. Points? Points. Yes. Sorry. Over. Who are we playing again? <laughs> Clippers and Lakers. Clippers and Lakers. You know Kawhi Leonard? I don't know if you've heard of him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Over. <laughs> definitely over. Yeah. Definitely over. Okay, we're going on to Eric's. Um, I'm going to read mine, if you're okay with that. Yes, please. Oh, wow. Look at you. I'm prepared. Hot stuff. Great. I was prepared, too. Remove any doubt of shenanigans. (laughs) (laughs) I had a different voice. You need a different voice sometimes. Gonzaga plays UCLA in the Final Four. Battlestar Galactic fan. Okay. Juzang points versus Gonzaga. Fifteen and a half. What team does he play for? <laughs> you said versus Gonzaga? Yes. Who does Juzang who's Gonzaga play? UCLA. UCLA. Oh yeah. Under. I'm gonna take the over. You need to break the streak. I'm glad that you guys picked different things because we were all at the same one so far. Uh we've got some similar thoughts here. Donovan Mitchell points. Versus Chicago. Are you sure they play? I, I got to check I, that. Yeah, I double check. <laughs> Friday night. 26 and a half. What? Under. I'm going to take the over. And on Saturday, the Chicago Cubs play the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yep. Jake Arrieta is going to be on the mound. <laughs> Batting practice. Innings pitched. By Jake Arietta on Saturday. <laughs> oh, this ought to be good. What's the line? Six and a half. Holy cow, under. Oh, man. Hello. I'm going to go over. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, what's our tiebreaker? Uh, the tiebreaker is uh, <laughs> Jeez, over. It's not even close, man. Over, over and under uh, points. You're going to take by. The- you were going to take the under, weren't you? I know you were going to take the. And then you're like, oh, crap. Oh, oh crap. Nope. Mayday. Over. It's an ink. I can't wait for that game to happen. If he throws a no-hitter, I swear to life, I'll quit the show. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm never coming back. I'm not doing this game ever again. You're a national treasure. Okay, uh, total points scored by Gonzaga versus uh, UCLA over under. Uh, the bar set at 80.5. Oh, over. Actually, UCLA's defense has been pretty dang good. 80.5? 80.5. You deferred, huh? Shoot, so I got to answer first. Let it be known he said over, so there's going to be no. a scribble mark on here. No, like, right. yeah. he's going to okay. say, well, no. I said, oh, no, I said the other said thing. That. I was about to wait for Eric, and then I realized he deferred, so I have to go first. Can you give me a hint of what you're thinking? <laughs> uh, if I, I say it first, you you can't back that back out. Okay. You have to say what you're going to, you have to stick with it. Okay. It has to be different from what I say. <laughs> it can't be good. Then it's not a tiebreaker. <laughs> okay, okay, true. Okay, so I'm going to go 
eighty and a half. I'm gonna go over. Okay. Under. And thus it is sealed. Okay. It's inked. It's inked. Done. No more complaining. Yeah, well, no, don't try to screw me over next time then. <laughs> how about that? How about you don't like, how about you listen to the answers and actually mark them down correctly? Oh, okay. Because, Mr. Intern. Why don't, why don't, why don't we get I say Leon over to double like, check uh, that when under. he texts in? <laughs> hey, Eric, I, uh, last week I wrote down all the answers. What did Ajay say? Oh, uh, let's see. Let me look at the results. Yeah, he said opposite of this. <laughs> the results are in. They're in the Okay. Uh, read we have about- the audio. Read them out really quickly. What do you got on results? And, uh, or not results, but the lines. Okay, really quickly. Uh, what was his name again for the UCLA? Ju Zhang. Ju Zhang. I didn't want to screw it. Jackie Chan. Uh, Jackie Chan points versus Gonzaga. Set at f- uh, 15 and a half. Eric took the over. Ajay, you took the under. Donovan Mitchell points versus Chicago. Eric took the over. 26.5. Ajay, you took the under. Innings pitched by Jake Arrieta. <laughs> Six and a half. Eric took the over. AJ took the under. Jalen Suggs points versus UCLA. Eric took the under. 22 and a half. AJ, you also took the under. Donovan Mitchell points versus the Magic. 18 and a half. Eric took the over. AJ, you also took the over. Uh, Kawhi points versus the Lakers. 15 and a half. Both Don't of you show took me the that over. disappointment. That's bullcrap. Tiebreaker. Gonzaga bull. points. You know Eric under. AJ over. Uh, this is an old tactic. It never works. Just say whatever I say. That's <laughs> what you get for deferring, man. Don't blame me. Uh, coming up next here on the Full Court Press, Major League Baseball opening day today. Some games are already done. Others in progress. Some others tonight. Uh, who are your front runners? Who do you think is going to be there at the end hoisting the trophy, saying where are the champions in Major League Baseball this year? We'll discuss that next. Love to get your predictions as well. Four three five three three nine zero three two one here on the Full Court Press. It's the last weekend to max your tax refund at Fisher Home Furnishings. Make your tax return go further with savings of already sale prices at Fisher's. Dining, bedroom, and living room sets. Take an additional $100 to $1,000 off. A queen pillow top mattress with adjustable base, just $399. Take an extra 20% off any custom order. Max your tax refund means additional savings off the already sale prices. Still waiting for a refund? Use Fisher's no interest financing. Fisher Home Furnishings max your tax refund sale in Saturday night at 6. Shop anytime online at fisherhf.com. They can put your logo on it because that's what they do at the Logo Shop. They can put your logo on anything from pens and mugs to golf balls and clocks. The Logo Shop is also the place for your team shirts and uniforms. So if your team wants to look good, call the Logo Shop and order your team uniforms today. Colors, logo, and everything else looking just like you want it to. Get your team shirts and uniforms from the Logo Shop. Call them to get a bid or just drop by 40 South Main in Logan. The Logo Shop. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, The Fan. Dude, you should have seen your look when I said... When I went over with a six and a half, I don't know whether you meant to or not, but you just seen your look on your face. When I was like, "Yeah, under," you're like, "Uh, are you Come sure? On, are you yeah. sure? Come on!" I'm t- if he throws a freaking no hitter or a perfect game, I'm we're never playing this game ever again. 
The gods are against us. Major League Baseball opening day today. And it's always an exciting day when, when baseball gets started. Um, Depending on what team you're a fan of. <laughs> like in, I think it was in, De- was it the game in Detroit? I'm trying to think of where it was. Uh, where oh, yeah, I just saw a video, but it was Detroit. It was Miguel Cabrera. Yeah, Cabrera. Uh, yeah, the uh, Detroit Tigers versus Cleveland Indians. And snowstorm. He hits it out of the park, but there's snow coming down. And he can't like see what's going on in the outfield, so he sprints so he for a double. In the second, thinking he's got a double, and everybody's like, "Why? What are you doing? It's a home run." I know the the best part is the shortstop looking at him like, "Are you like showboating or are you being dead serious <laughs> yeah, like, here, man?" He looks down at him like, and he looks at the ump, and the ump's like, "Why are you sliding?" He's like, "I don't know. <laughs> I can't see. Did I hit it? Is that fair? I hit it hard, but I don't. know. I hit it hard. <laughs> <laughs> Tigers did win three to two." Uh, Yankees lose to the Blue Jays in extra innings. Well, Yankees aren't going to the playoffs. <laughs> that determines it all. <laughs> uh, game did not happen because we had some COVID COVID situation with the Mets and the Nationals. Oh yeah, I heard about this. That sucks. That was your yeah. That's a bummer. Uh, that was supposed to happen tonight too. Right? That was a primetime game, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was supposed to be a, a later game. Orioles and Red Sox is also that was weather, postponed, but that's because of weather. Yeah. Um. Did my Braves win? I need them to lose. Who did they play? Uh, Phillies at the top. Yes. Yes. Wait, we lost? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Baby! No playoffs. Cubs lost today. Well, that's just a norm around the world. Yeah, too bad. <laughs> you don't but even care. Who? Okay, short time here, but who do you think are, who's going to be there at the end? Uh, Who are yeah. the front runners this year? Okay, so I, I do like Oakland, actually. I think Oakland can make a run at it. Um, and then on the other side is the Dodgers to lose. They're still loaded. They're still so loaded. I think I, I agree with you. I think it is the Dodgers series to lose. I think with everything they have coming back, their momentum, their experience, uh, it's it's their World Series. Yeah. Um, who's going to be on the other side, though? I don't the American League is kind of wide time. open, huh? Yeah, I think yeah. Tampa may be... Houston? Houston may have a chance of coming back at it, making a run at it, playing the heel. They don't care. Oh, yeah, they, they definitely don't care anymore. Like, they're way past it. Uh, hey, how did the Padres do today? I mean, I know they got uh, well, they got that uh, Tatis guy. and they Yeah, they beat the Diamondbacks. Actually, San Diego was another team that... Um, could be I, very, very. I think to they're watch the biggest threat for the Dodgers. Yeah, I think they are. Uh, Cardinals are another team that I, I think could make some noise, but in the end, it's geez, There's one team, and that's the Dodgers. Yeah, I think I'm with you. The American League is pretty wide open. <clears throat> um, Cleveland White no. Sox could be interesting. Yeah, they White Sox young, are a wild card. Young core that is a dark horse team that uh, kind of surprised some people last year. Do we get all? Do you think we get all 162 games in for all the teams? Yes. I don't know that they happened as originally scheduled. Yeah. You mean a lot of doubleheaders? Yeah, me too. Baseball can make up games easier than anybody. Thank goodness for them, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's day one, and we already have it a postponement. Crazy already with the COVID issue. How much time do we got, Cody? Uh, 30, uh, seconds. 30 seconds. 30? Okay. Uh, really quickly, uh, someone had texted me, John Russell... Uh, why doesn't Morant get as much publicity as Zion? He should, and he and he will down the line. He will makes his t- 
team around him better. Down the line, he will. Also, 9315, Ajay needs to make pick six shirt from the logo shop. It says, Eric is the goat of pick six to hold him over until his gift shows up. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I'd love one of those. Can't believe you just said that. Leon Rice, you know you got bigger things to worry about right now than texting. I can advertise it to the world. The goat of pick six. Have a great night, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow.